I know well, I, I can't got, believe you did it unprompted. I I know there's that I've done it better, but this is that's as good as you're are doing you, tonight. Are you distracted by something tonight, Clyde? Uh, no, no, there's nothing happening tonight. It's nef- no, there's nothing else on the TV. Uh, all I'm looking at is like you know the the pipe works from the old Microsoft screensaver. That's all that's happening in the background right now. Are you daydreaming about the stripper monkey girl? You know what? Have you seen the stripper monkey girl? You should no, look up. I'm... You should absolutely just look up Pole Assassin right now because it's not what you think. I'm gonna do it on my phone. Actually, it, it may be what you think. I don't... Computer. I found out about it on my way to work and immediately texted Mike and my buddy JL, and then I texted Carlos to see if he had, one, heard of this place, knew where it was, and knew how to get there, because I need him to go and bring Diego, because now all I want is a picture of Diego with the monkey riding it like a little cowboy. I think that would be the greatest thing on the face of the earth. That's all I want in my life, right there. Cherry on top. I have a feeling that they may be about to murder the monkey. Uh, no, because she actually posted, did you look the whole thread? No. Oh, this was all I did all the way to work. She, this is uh, not surprising to me. <laughs> she came out and, like, vehemently said that this was not her fault, uh, thereby pretty much saying for a fact it happened. Two, she walked with a video how this kid had to get, had to get to the monkey's cage. And it's not like he has a small house, dude. It's like a fucking mansion. It's like a good hundred yards from where the kids were supposed to stop to where they got to this cage and had to go through two gates, one of which said, do not enter. And then he had to reach his hand in to get to the monkey. So, like, she's not wrong. It's not her fault. She did put up signs and try to block people from getting there. But her monkey did bite a kid. That sounds like a kid got bit by the monkey, not the monkey bit a kid. I mean, you're not wrong, but a monkey bought, bit a kid. Some kids need to get bit, man. I, think I don't. I don't think this monkey's actually. getting. I don't think it's getting put down. No, it but sound I, like it. I am one hundred percent certain this is costing that coach a couple million dollars. Because he was gonna get a like three to five million dollar contract per year. Oh, so it's not like he's somebody's gonna sue him. You're saying it's gonna cost him a contract. That he cannot, they will not hire him at USC. They will not hire him at LSU. I mean, hell, they have a fucking tiger. If you can't trust your stripper girlfriend to keep kids away from the fucking monkey, what are you going to do with the tiger? Did you know he would take that tiger home? You're, you're going to put the monkey on the tiger. Well, now I just want LSU to hire him. Of note, did you see that there's a Tiger King season two coming out? Yeah. I actually heard that. I heard it's going to be like the repercussions of season one. So we're going to record and watch and live stream the entire season in the offseason <laughs> of the NFL. We got we to gotta hold off and get to the offseason and then we'll just like live stream our uh, thoughts on this or whatever series. Literally it. what I just said. I know. That's what we gotta, but we got to hold off until the offseason. That's also what I said. I didn't hear that part. I stopped listening halfway through. And I'm you- still on Stripper Monkey. And and the Braves. How the Braves doing? Up three to nothing. I'm not sure what you're more excited about. Game five of the World Series or six of the World Series? Or monkey stripper person? Oh, absolutely stripper monkey. Okay. 
uh, because I know the Braves, and I know Atlanta sports, and I know the history of Atlanta sports. We're, we were up 3-1. to one. We're not winning the series. We either win tonight or we lose in Game 7. Week, uh, what do we have, 8? Yes. Tommy, sound Tom. down there. I just... We just can we start can we start with our matchup so it's done and over with and I don't have to sit here and 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 deal with it looming over my head for the rest of the episode. Yes, I mean, but first I'm gonna start at the bottom of my screen. But first, we have to start with Matt. We got to start with the Matt and Joe epic because that was conveniently on the bottom of my screen. That was the greatest matchup of the season, and uh, it was decided by less than a Clyde. You know, you know my favorite part about that matchup was the I don't know what I'm gonna call complete gif mental breakdown that Joe was having the entire game on sleeper chat I swear he sent a gif maybe like every two minutes it was epic I fell asleep halfway through the game and woke up to 45 notifications of All just of them, Joe. gifts. <laughs> <laughs> to which I, my immediate reaction was, what the fuck did I miss? It, I, that was so much fun to watch. Because I, j- Matt having to rely <clears throat> on like a last second field goal after losing a wide receiver earlier in the game. Like, oh man. And as Joe astutely pointed out, what a great strategy to have a running back and a linebacker in the same game. <laughs> I think that was my favorite comment was the he I, I love watching uh one of Matt's running backs get points only to be tackled by Matt's linebacker. That's super fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I you know, Joe should not have gone as hard as he did rooting for himself because now I just want to watch Joe lose all the time. <laughs> no, so, It's so this, really funny. <laughs> the second part, and we'll delve into the second half of this later, was he was named the worst manager of the, of the week. Yes, he was. Oh, I haven't looked and, at that yet. Oh, oh, you don't want to. We'll talk about it in a oh, minute. We will absolutely discuss it. But, uh, that that just tells me he could have won, but actively chose not to. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, congratulations to Matt. Yeah. Congrats, Matt, on your yeah. second win of the season. Nice. <laughs> well done. Maybe your team isn't as shit as I thought it was. Maybe mine's. Well, you know, here's shit. the here's the problem with that is uh immediately. Elijah Mitchell has a rib injury. Uh, Noah Fant is on the COVID list. And uh, Sterling Shepard is probably out with a quad injury. So he had a brief moment, flew a little too close to the sun, and plummeted right back down to earth. That is uh, that is just too perfect. But if you're going to get a win, man, it's a hell of a win to get. It's a hell of a win to get. Who is his other win against? Me. So Matt's just having a fuck you, like, you and Joe. Wow. Wow, that is great. That does not bode well for my second matchup with Matt. It does not. Jesus. You know, it's at this point, I think I should 
maybe stop shit talking his team, but I'm just gonna dig harder. Matt, your team sucks. Pretty sure I can find a better team on the waiver wire. Tom, I'm sure you were uh, side texting with Joe there during his almost win but definite loss. Uh, how, how was that? Um, not as much as you would think. We only chatted very briefly, and it was Sunday night when he texted me and asked if we were both both putting up goose eggs this, this weekend. And I had to tell him yes. I mean, by that point, it was pretty clear in my matchup. He was at least, like, had a shot, but... I was I was done for after like the noon game. So, what oh, did you did you not did you not win this week? Nope. Oh. We can, we can, oh, oh, oh. We'll get there. Okay. I love how I asked to talk about this first, and um, that is pretty much being ignored. It's not pretty much. We are actively ignoring it. The yeah. uh the, the mariachi band I hired hasn't shown up yet, so we have to we have to wait on that. Betty, there's a lot of setup to this. I think you guys care about this more than I do. Probably, and I'm okay with that. I'm just living vicariously through other people in the league at this point. So why is it? Because your team sucks all of a sudden. I mean, if you want, we can skip to that one right now because I'm more than happy to talk about how bad my team is. It is trash. <clears throat> so Clyde lost uh, whew, to Eddie, uh, which I feel like I have to underline because I, I recall getting quite a bit of shit for losing to Eddie from Caesar specifically. But, you know, um, I don't know if he texted you to shit talk you, but... Um, so you lost to Eddie 207.1 to 148.63. And, uh, and I think, I think going into uh, the Sunday night game, my exact words were if, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey and CD lamb each get 40 points and Amari Cooper misses the bus. I've got a shot. And Travis Kelsey heard you and asked you to politely eat a dick. As did a Mahomes. Mahomes was like, mm, I mean, no. Yeah, but like if you look at your quarterback matchup, like Aaron Rodgers on Eddie's team didn't do that much better. That's fair. That's fair. Travis Kelsey did tell me to go eat a dick. Uh, pour one out for Eddie, by the way, who just lost Derrick Henry for probably the season. I feel bad for you, Eddie. I do. I don't, but I do. I know how it feels. I don't. I wish I had somebody that was close to Derrick Henry's caliber, but my running backs are made up of i don't know dog shit and more dog shit this can't be right so i'm looking at derrick henry's stat line on eddie's team and this has to be a glitch Mm -hmm. does it say he had 28 carries in that game yes that's what i'm seeing Uh, see like here's the thing and and i had actually put in a parlay on this game thinking maybe there was a chance what I forgot to remember is that Darius Leonard's back and their linebacker core don't play. They fuck you up. And they did just that. The running game was not a thing to watch. Plus, they were down pre- pretty quickly. So they had to lean on Carson Wentz. 
which is also a weird thing to say. Wait, that Carson Wentz, Tannehill. You, you mean Tannehill. Yeah, uh, double-checked on ESPN, Derrick Henry, 28 attempts for 68 yards. Wow. It's astounding. Yeah. I am curious as to, I mean, Clyde, you said he broke his foot early in the games, right? He did, I don't know that he broke it. Is that what it was that what it came out in as? Yeah, I believe he has a Jones fracture. Yeah, it's like a it's a fracture of I think the fifth metatarsal. I'm pretty sure he got hurt in the first half. And then played on it. Okay, that's that was gonna be my next question is did he come back and try and play? I think he came back, yeah. Um, which I mean, hey, Titans apparently going to be fine because AJ Brown got thirty-one and a half points. What? Oh, and, and uh, since we're talking about it, Tom, thank you. <laughs> they just signed the one, the only. Yeah, AP's back and uh, on my team. Woo! Do you do you really think he's gonna like be worth a damn though? Oh yeah, pretty fine with the Lions last year. I mean, he's gonna at least fall into the end zone a few times. On a broken hip, couldn't yeah. Couldn't just he's let he's me my emergency one. back. Couldn't just couldn't let me you have, have one? one. No, use your use your waiver priority. <sighs> Where sure are I'm you, by the way, in seventh. the standings? Seventh. Which means I'm yeah, not getting. Him. You're not getting one. You're not getting one. Well, here's the thing: Matt is below you, and Matt almost never makes a waiver pickup. Matt won't, and Eric won't. But you know who will, based off his team name. Dan. Dan. And it will be out of spite. Because I figure he'll look at the actual uh, waiver priority and go, <laughs> no. Well, the question is, is he going to pick up McNichols? Or is he going to pick up Carlos Hyde? Could argue that he'll pick up Carlos Hyde because he has James Robinson. He'll pick up McNichols. I mean, that's what I would do. Luckily, this episode will come out well after waivers run. So it doesn't matter that we're talking about it. It, I I could have that conversation in front of Dan and still feel confident it was happening either way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he would look at you and make the waiver claim and then show it <laughs> to you. Like, I'd be like, hey, are you making that claim? And he would turn his phone around and be like, you mean this one that I made right now? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Dan. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to mention, since we're talking about it, is uh, Tom. Yes, Mike. I think Clyde and I had a bet, don't we? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, yes, yes. This this being the one about the one and only Julio Jones? Uh, that's the one. And Mr. Julio Jones did not play this week? No, no, he did not. So uh, how many more games do you have before you win this bet, Mike? Uh, I don't know. I think six. Four? Clyde, how many do I have? You have three. No. I have five. This is week eight, so you have three. Okay. And from what I hear, it's not looking good for this coming weekend. We'll see. I'm not worried. You nervous yet? I love. I love the. I love the the difference in our attitudes (laughs) when we talk about this bet. Depending on what happened this past weekend, (laughs) (laughs) it's the same exact conversation. It's just switched. Reverse. <laughs> not worried. I'm not worried. I'm internally screaming, but I'm not worried. Super jealous. So, uh, yeah. 
Uh, I really well, hope it comes down to week 17. I, it absolutely could. It will. Just because of us, it will. So, uh, you know, things went right for Eddie. Clyde, uh, things went really wrong for you. I mean, we could just start with how I don't have a running back and leave the conversation there. I tried to give you Kenny Gainwell. I'm still I'm still open to giving you rugs. I give you rugs right now. <laughs> I don't think you should do I, that. I will give you rugs right now. I will give you rugs for I don't know who's the backup of the backup of the backup of the backup of the backup. Who's on the practice squad? I'll give you rugs for that guy. That's still Jay Ajayi. Remember that guy? Oh my god! Yeah, I'll give you rugs for Jay Ajayi. <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> Make it like a find him somewhere. Um, I, you know, the, if, if I may, on that note, if you're working in the NFL or playing in the NFL, why don't you use the free service they give you to drive you anywhere so you don't have to drink and drive? I feel like that's just, you know, common sense. I'm a little worried that this is going to be a common thing for that Las Vegas Raiders football team. Really? You think putting a football team in a party zone as such of makes words? I fucking hate words today. Or every day. You're distracted. It's fine. I know. I mean, here's the thing. Like, that's to Clyde's point. Like, they shouldn't have to. I mean, they should hammer this whole shuttle service thing home with the specifically with the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, guys, please don't drive. Don't drive. We'll pay you an extra million dollars in your contract if you just don't have a car. Just don't have a car. You don't need one. We bus you everywhere. We fly you everywhere. Just call the shuttle, man. Just call the shuttle. Just, just do it. We have personally hired 56 people <laughs> to do nothing but drive you from point A to point B. I don't care where it is. I don't care what strip club you're going to. I don't care what bar you're coming from. I do not care how much you paid to get in the VIP section of this club that just opened last night. He will sit outside and wait for you. That's all we're paying him to do. I get it. Ubers are expensive. I've certainly looked at a $60 Uber and been like, you know what? I'm just going to walk. But it's a free shuttle, man. Just take the shuttle. Point is, we, uh, <laughs> if we had actually gone through with that Gainwell for a rugs trade, we would both be as unhappy now as we were then. Like, Nothing would have changed for our teams. <laughs> like, you would have started Gainwell and been really mad, and I would have had to drop rugs, and, uh, you know, felt the same as I feel now with the shitty Gainwell. You got the shitty Gainwell, and I just got, you know, the guy who's going to be wearing Prison Orange here in a minute. Yeah, did you see the... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, the possible sentence for that? Yeah, it's a minimum of two, maximum of 20. And there is right. no probation because it's in Vegas. Right. Yeah, Vegas don't fuck around with that shit. Uh, Clyde, anything else to uh, highlight there about what went wrong on your team? You know, other than uh, Robert Tunyon and his torn ACL? I took a gamble and clearly took the wrong gamble. I should have started literally anyone else that I picked up. But, uh, you know, Tunyon was looking good there. For a little bit, I thought he was going to have a touchdown. I honestly thought he got. He, I thought he was going to get a touchdown. Literally on the play, he died. But still, uh, like given 
given the situation, given that same choice to make again, I make the same call. Sure. But yeah. no, I I tip my hat to Eddie and then go cry. I went and cried in my pillow uh, for all the reasons. He did. I heard him. Next week. So again, the the, the last question I have about this matchup then it goes to Tom and. Uh, if you just consult Eddie's team name, is is he a real team now? You know, I want to say no. Strictly because now Derrick Henry is hurt, and I on it like I hadn't looked at this matchup prior to tonight, but I knew he had Henry, and I knew Henry was out for the year, and I was like, oh, well, Eddie's finally done. We can do nothing but listen to him cry for the rest of the season now. And then I looked at this matchup and realized that Derrick Henry didn't do anything this week. His team's still pretty stacked after Henry. It is. And I hate to say it. I think Eddie's team might be a real team now. That, He's still going to find something Tom. to cry and complain about based on this episode because that's just what he does, no matter what is said about him. But there it is. You never, you never turn back. You double down. When somebody asks something that you've been calling out all year and it looks like maybe, maybe you were wrong, no! You deny, <laughs> deny, deny, and double down. Or maybe that's I jinx it. Works. I mean, that that looked like it hurt you to say. So bad. You have no idea. Uh, a quick standings check. Eddie is now in fourth place. Uh, what's the next matchup we want to talk about? Were there other matchups? I mean, only one that matters. I'll let, I'll let Tom talk about it. I mean... Are, are, does that mean we're not talking about Carlos and Eric or Dan and Caesar this week? No, we'll get to them. I want oh, to talk so, about oh, the matchup that matters. We're actually going, okay, great, thanks. Yeah, I lost. Congrats. Um, Mike, you were the second la second to last person on the list of people I wanted to lose to um, for this very specific reason. The Who's first last? being Eddie. Ah. Uh, but now I can lose to Eddie and not give a shit because I've already lost, right? I just didn't want him to break the undefeated streak. Um, not that I was scared that he would, but he would find it in himself to make himself even more unbearable talking about it. You act like there's a chance that this won't happen again, where you'll have to face Eddie. And uh... Right, but if you were listening to what I just said, I'm not worried about losing to him now because now I've already lost. I just didn't want him to break the streak. Uh, yes, but you're it's missing the kind of word for of word loss. for word that I just. I'm not. I see you're acting like I was thinking I was going to go the whole season undefeated when I've literally said pretty much every week it's only a matter of time. You still haven't let the penny drop in where the second loss would be I because it wouldn't be in the regular season; it would be in the oh. playoffs, and the okay. penny drops. That's that's what I'm waiting Clock. for. I'm waiting At least for. I'll make the playoffs. I've been there, done that. Eh. Eh. Clyde in uh, Clyde eh. in seventh place in the standings, just to again eh. underline. 
Thanks, Mike. I'm not worried. Sure. I'll make the playoffs. I will lose graciously in the first round of the playoffs like I well, do. Well, I just think it's fun because, um, you know, I myself having uh, handed Tom his first loss of the season and being the highest scoring team of the week by like a point. But still, um, I think you and I flipped because I believe I was in seventh and mm-hmm. I believe you uh, took me to task last week for being out of the playoffs, was it? Mm-hmm. I believe was your exact quote and uh, i believe i'm now in uh fifth which if i if i check my math puts me in the playoffs yes and you right on the outside looking in if, if i may throw one counterpoint into that you may i don't have the belt me being not in the playoffs isn't as uh detrimental as you not being in the playoffs sure but now i'm in the playoffs this is true and you are not this is true. And I am in the playoffs right now because true. I beat Tom. <laughs> Who is also still in the playoffs. Correct. And still in first place. But at 7-1 and one instead of 8-0, and oh, which just, it looks better to me. I also want to highlight just really quick. I'm not moving on from our matchup yet. Um, but I had a theory that you had, you know, you've heard me talk about it before. You have the easiest schedule in the league. That's not true. You have the second easiest schedule in the league. Hmm. Eric has the easiest schedule. Eric only... So you have 1,500 points scored against you. Eric has less than 1,400. Yes. This is true. And is in ninth place. (laughs) That's not funny. Uh, So, I mean, I also have the second most points scored for... In the league. Correct. Let's look at that matchup between me and Tom. Tom. Sure. When did it sink in? Um. Because I bet that you were feeling mighty confident after Thursday when Mr. Murray only got, like, 12 points. I, I mean, I did like that. I did feel pretty good about that. Uh, no, like I said, I mean, at, pretty much after the noon games, you know, Devonta Smith put up pretty much goose egg. I had to start two tight ends this week because of bye, and neither one of them is named Travis Kelsey. Um, Who actually scored fewer points than both of those tight ends. Which is sad and amazing. Um, but, no, I, I, my, you know, I lost Marquise Brown, my number one wide receiver this week, and then Josh Jacobs, who's normally good for at least 15 points. To buy so i while i was not after thursday night i was not expecting to lose after the noon games on sunday i was i knew i was it was such a long shot for me to pull this off so it was the first time all year that my receivers actually showed up to play and it, it it's nice well i shouldn't say the first time the second time so when the receivers show up to play the team does well. That's nice. I it's it's also nice that I, I beat you by like a fairly wide margin, but um had I been able to, you know, not have receivers show up, it would have been really fun if the difference in our matchup, as tradition dictates, was a sixteen point kicker. That would have been pretty entertaining. <laughs> I would have en- I would have enjoyed that <laughs> a lot more, win or lose. Sure. Um, I do have to say this, though, because I know we talked about 
the uh, accolades that came from Sleeper. And I'm proud of oh, this yeah. one. And I, and this is all I can think I can continue. This is all I think I can continue to shoot for this year. And that is that I was the most efficient team again. I don't know exactly how many times I've gotten that accolade, but I know it's been a handful now, and I'm pretty proud of that. What do we What do we think about that? Meaning that you know, I think we talked previously about how uh, if you have injuries on your starting roster, your bench is is suspect. Do we think that it's just easy for you to set a starting lineup? I mean, maybe. For like from our like your replacement players are very obviously sitting on your bench. Sure. Like, do you have? I, I don't. I don't know what it's like for you to set your lineup every Thursday and Sunday. Like, do you? Do you have any tough calls you're making? My flex spot, my third wide receiver gets a little tricky. I mean, I got three solid options in Mike Evans, Rondell Moore, and Devonta Smith. But it, they're all three of them are kind of a crapshoot in terms of who is actually going to have a good game. Uh, Tampa Bay, when they're all healthy, they could all do really well. They could all do really terribly. I guess they're not all going to do really terribly. Somebody usually does really well. It's just a matter of how spread around it gets. Devonta Smith has been like hot or cold all season, and I'm getting kind of sick of it. You make me wish I had traded him two weeks ago. Same thing with Rondale Moore, honestly. Like ever since AJ Green remembered how to play football, he's been kind of worthless to me. And now they have Ertz. Ugh. I'm still, I'm so mad that I dropped AJ Green in week one or two, whenever the hell I did it. So mad about it. I don't blame um, you though. Like it, he seemed like he was going to be the odd man out. Yeah, I mean it was a bad roster decision. I make I make a handful of those every season, and they always haunt me. You know, uh, Tom, I'm glad you brought up the efficiency little metric there, um, because yes, you, you you were the most efficient team with a 95.8 percent team performance number. Um, but I think. Very interestingly, uh, Eric was at 92.1%. Actually, most of us are fairly efficient. It's kind of uh, it's kind of fun to see, um, with the exception of Clyde. Actually, I take that back. It was Matt. Matt was the least efficient team. Clyde was just the second most least efficient. Yeah, that. Most least. Um, anyway... I mean, hold um, on. if you told me before the week started that Mike Williams would get four points, I'd have told you to fuck off. Oh, yeah, we should probably review just real quick. How's that trade going? So, Two of them just are out to, indefinitely, and one of them got four <laughs> points in two weeks. Not Just to check. Great. <laughs> so we've got Dave Montgomery still on IR. We've got Mike Williams with four points. We've got Devontae Adams with COVID and uh, Chris Carson also still on IR. So I guess good job, guys. Best trade ever. Moving on. We got, I think, two matchups left to talk about. Yep, yep, yep. So Carlos versus Eric. Carlos won 177 to 167. So not a big win, but a win. Carlos also, by the way, standings check. Carlos in third. Former bottom boy Carlos <clears throat> is in third. 
I guess that means even Eddie has hope. I mean, I know we're ragging on Eddie a lot, but y'all y'all need to be aware. He's got a good team, man. You're aware that I picked his team in our week whatever, you know, pre preseason draft spectacular. Like I'm making jokes about him beating people in the playoffs. I I just think it's fun to make him jump onto the chat while he's listening to the episode and like complain and yell like it at any of us actually care. I care, Eddie. I care. I ignore you. That just makes it worse. And better. Depending on your perspective and who you ask. Uh, so Eric had some things happen. Previously mentioned Calvin Ridley is no longer playing football. So what do you know? I, th- I think recently we've been fans of, of Eric's team and his resurgence. Are we, uh, we walking that back too? I, I nah. won't. I think he can make an improvement. I think, uh, I think there's something that can be done to fix this. I think he can work so, it out. Let me just, you know, jump ahead briefly. Uh, he plays Joe this week. Love a good underdog story. <laughs> yeah, he's an underdog by about 60 points. <laughs> but presumably that's with Calvin Ridley in his lineup. What do we want to talk about about Carlos? I appreciated how he started Russell Gage thinking that he might do something in uh, Calvin Ridley's absence. And then he put up a goose egg. There's a player player that I'm happy I dropped early in the season. (laughs) I also really like his pickup and subsequent start of Frydermuth. I wish I had beaten him to that. I've been waiting on it all season. Per the tip from Clyde, who ironically didn't pick him up either. And I waited too long. He also traded Tyreek Hill for Dalvin Cook. And, you know, Dalvin Cook got seven-something points. Tyreek Hill got 27-something points. So, he got a win. That's nice, but... uh Tyreek Hill would have looked good there. You know, there's another player who would look good on Carlos's team, and I'm blanking on a name. Anybody remember? Like, I think we talked about it not that long ago. Who would look good on Carlos's team? That person he traded away. The person he traded away. What was that? Was that Jamar Chase? It was Jamar no. Chase. I feel like, oh, I feel like oh, Jamar right. Chase. Yes, it was. Oh, it was Jamar Chase. Because Jamar Chase, I mean, he had 13 points. You know, it's still better than Delvin Cook. I feel like Jamar Chase would look really good on his team. Right? Just, mm. You know, that kind of brings me to the next point. I think we've talked about Carlos enough. Reed, not at all. He traded Tyreek Hill to Caesar, who beat Dan, sending Dan spiraling downward into, let me see here, yep, a three-game losing streak. Now, Caesar is in sixth place and traded Delvin Cook to his brother for Tyreek Hill, as previously mentioned. I have no idea what Caesar's going to do at running back. 
when David Montgomery comes back. Because he is starting Najee Harris, as you do, and Khalil Herbert, who's been great. On his bench, you have a Mr. Brandon Bolden, and we're done. (laughs) So what's the plan here, buddy? You know what I smell? I smell a Joe trade. I smell oh. a Joe trade. <laughs> those are uh, those are so the rage right now. You know they've been going great. For who? Can, can we can we get like a success ratio on trades with Joe? Because it's I it's not very high. Oh uh, no, they have they have all been shit, with the exception <laughs> of. Joe absolutely cleaning house on Carlos. The rest have been shit. Yeah. Like it it went extremely poorly for Carlos. That one's gone great for Joe, but extremely poorly for Carlos. But all the other trades with Joe have been wildly unsuccessful. So the Kenyon Drake for Tony Scott one was pretty good for me. Sure, sure. Okay, so there's some balance there. There's some competitive balance. I mean, not to that level, but I mean, yes. But sure, yeah, the, sure. like our trade, our trade has been absolute jock shit for both of us. Yeah, it's rough. I, when y'all made that trade, I, I did not see this coming. Like, it's gone bad. All those players are bad. They're not bad. Mike Williams had one bad week and was on bye, and then the other two are dead. I will say I do appreciate Joe's continued strong effort to make Brandon Ayuk a thing. It's not a thing, bro. Um, Speaking of fuck you, Dan. Dan got 7.9 points from Nick Chubb. And Elijah Mitchell over on Matt's team just about doubled that, which just makes me laugh so, so much at Dan. Hello. Oh, Sorry. I figured this I'm... was the, uh, the, the, the fuck you Dan segment, and I was just going to let you go. Oh, no, no. We all do the fuck you Dan segment. Did you not listen to last week's episode? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Dan. Um... Dan, I still love you. You paid up your beer bet. I can't be mad at that face. Hey, speaking of paying up beer bets, beer bets, uh, Matt, I believe your two weeks are up. Where's my fucking beer? He's he's still in Spain. I believe he's a, actually no. I think from I, Spain. Bring me some Spanish beer. He's in Portugal now. Bring me some Portuguese beer. <laughs> Next week is gonna be like Matt decided not to come back to the United States. <laughs> he's in hiding because he's in last place and he's bad and he should feel bad. So Dan's team, I believe, Clyde, you liked to underline at length your distaste for Dan's team. Yeah. I hate Dan's team. I hate it. Sure. I hate it. So. Hate it, Dan. Which part do you hate the most? Oh, I don't know. I'd actually have to look up his team. Well, I guess I can't just type in Dan's team into Google. That's how it works. <laughs> Dan, 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 Dan. I fucking hate Stafford. 
love Eckler. I hate, I like, I clearly like James Robinson. I hate Justin Jefferson. I don't hate Terry McLaurin, but he scares the shit out of me. Uh, but Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Three catches for 23 yards? Wow. Man. Did you, talking about Terry McLaurin, Man. did you see the trade rumors involving Washington this today? Uh, and who they were going after? No. One Mitch Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky. Didn't happen, though. I'm kind of bummed about it. it I'm kind of bummed, but also well. very relieved. That would have worked out fairly well for them, I think. I mean, aside from the fact that they don't have a, anybody that knows how to work a quarterback, I think a quarterback of his caliber would have worked well there. All right. Well, that was uh, that was week eight, I think. Probably the most interesting of all of our weeks so far. You're only saying that because you beat me. You know what? We, yes, I was thinking about and... this week. Never even came up. You know why? Because there was an NFL coach whose girlfriend is a stripper who has a monkey in her act. And that came NCAA. out this week. College coach. And, and, and college coach. Oh. NFL. I feel like he just got off to this monkey stripper <laughs> oh. chick. You this don't is, literally understand. every conversation I've had with Clyde today has involved a monkey stripper. It's you know I'm kind of glad he lives in the basement then. It's beautiful. You you uh, can't tell me you could come up with a better headline than coach's stripper girlfriend's monkey bites child during Halloween party. There isn't a byline that beats that. Okay, so week nine forecast. Uh, we got some matchups, some things going on, and some business to discuss. So, uh, what's interesting in week nine? Oh, I do see a Nothing. fun matchup. I see a great matchup that I'm going to be watching. Uh, Mike versus Dan. Matchup of the week. I have been waiting all season for this one. <laughs> You know, I think the only enjoyable thing that's going to come out of that matchup is the trash talk. It's going to get dark. It probably will, and I'm here for it. But I suspect that Mike is probably going to clean up this one. Sorry, Dan. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be so confident. I uh, I have a number of players on by. Oh, actually, so does Dan. Yikes! This is going to be a weird one. I think it could go either way, but I also think, fuck you, Dan. And uh, hopefully I get Saquon back, so it should be fine. It'd be great to see him run for, like, another quarter before he blows out his other ankle. Yeah, you know. I assume you know, he's just going to continue to find to find new and interesting ways to, to get injured. See, it's not, even, it's not even Saquon that finds new and interesting ways. It's the Giants. That entire team finds a new way to blow themselves up every week. And I am here for it. I was thinking about this the other day, because this is a problem that the Giants have and currently the Panthers have. And At what point do you give up on the fact that, yes, our number one running back will be the best when he plays, if he never plays? When do you move on? When do you say fuck this? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's a good question. Like, I, the thing that I saw the other day that blew my mind was that Saquon, Saquon is twenty four. 
like he he should have quite a bit left but this is this is Todd Gurley 2.0 without the success I say that and I love you Saquon I drafted you last year I traded for you this year don't fuck me again bro come on man just give me a season give me half a season it's literally all I want from you is half a season the matchup I'm looking at in week nine. Don't make me break break out my grease impression. Tell me more. Tell me more. No, no. Go on. I want you to do the full <laughs> song. I don't know that I can do the full song. <laughs> I want you to do both parts. <laughs> I know I can't do the other part. You're lucky. I remember. Tell me more. Tell me more. Also, I do remember that song being extremely rapey. It's a little rapey. That whole show is pretty freaking terrible. Like, why the world thinks the show where the whole theme is, or the whole, like, ending message is, change yourself for the one you love, is a good thing. 50s, man. Because it's really all about the car. <laughs> that's that's what it is. A um, L- little bit of Grease trivia slash quiz for you. What Tell song me. in the movie is not actually sung by that character in the stage musical? Is it John Travolta? Of course, it's John Travolta. What What did he What did he it's, get that he should? It's have Grease done? Light. It's Grease Lightning. Oh, oh that makes Gre- Grease, that makes sense. Grease Lightning is sung by Kanicki. It's Buddy, right? That makes more sense. Yeah, because it's an in Kanicki's car. car? It actually, is yeah. Yes, it is Kanicki's car. We're gonna start a. Uh, a theater podcast on the side. We'll do that on Wednesdays. If you want to take a listen, it'll be a uh, ten minutes long. It'll be Tom talking about shows and us going like, "Oh, oh, that's okay. cool." Cool. Have you ever seen that oh, show, Mike? See, here, I yeah. was thinking we were going to bring Carlos in and make it a real thing. Oh yeah, you and yeah, Carlos would do it, and it is just me and Mike going, "Oh, I should go see that." Oh, I should definitely go see that. Or Carlos, I did see that. I didn't like it. <laughs> Carlos, get at me. Let's do a theater podcast. But the matchup, weirdly enough, that we're talking about this, that I was looking at, was Tom versus Carlos. Huh, the drama boys. Theater boys? Ooh. Drama boys. I like drama the boys. drama boys. I like, I like drama it. Boys. You can have the, Tom, you and Carlos can have the podcast name for free. Thanks. <laughs> we get merchandising rights yes yeah we'll see 65% of all proceeds go to us <laughs> and funding this podcast <laughs> the rest well we'll forward. be using a different name then <laughs> Mike you know what that just told me we get to do a review podcast of their podcast and call it the drama boys yeah <laughs> I'm in. Um, what's interesting about this projected matchup right now um, is that Dak Prescott is still labeled as out. We all think Dak's going to play this week, right? I, I, I put, I'd say yes. I mean, he's okay. listed as out, but they have a point score in for him. Sure, but also interesting is that Carlos is has an empty wide receiver spot and an empty D-line spot and an empty linebacker spot. 
which should make up that 11 points he's missing there on the projection. That's his scared, scared K. That was his scared K. You can yeah. tell because he was very yeah. short with it. Okay. That means yeah. he's quivering a little bit and he doesn't want that vibrato to like just show up in the podcast. Um, but I think, you know, I think this one will be uh okay, as as Tom's mashups tend to go, they're like projected close and then Tom just poops on his opponent, typically, with the exception of me. Um so you know it'll be it'll be fun to watch. Uh, your Tom, most of your players have very very good matchups, so we'll see what happens there. How do you feel about it? Honestly, I haven't looked at it all that much simply because after about noon on Sunday, uh, I didn't want to think about fantasy for a little bit. <laughs> Crying horribly, horribly sobbing. All night. Woke me up at least three times. Thanks for coming to comfort me, you jackass. Clyde, you say? couldn't you couldn't go Woke spoon? Me. Come on, man. The man just needed a, a, a little little cuddle. Remember that time he beat the shit out of me by like hundred and fifty points? Oh yeah. Still better. <laughs> Fuck your spoon. <laughs> <laughs> like best case scenario, I'm just walking in there throwing a spoon. There's your spoon, bitch. So, other interesting little factoid for week nine to take a take a look at is that now officially real team Eddie is the only team currently projected over two hundred points. Also facing Matt, so enjoy your win, Eddie. Yeah, be weird. No, be worried. Be That's worried, on a roll. Really? That's really? on a roll, baby. Again, Elijah Mitchell has a rib injury. Sterling Shepard is probably out. He's probably going to lose Devontae Booker because Reason. Saquon's back. <laughs> yeah, you know, no offense on, on the COVID list. It, it, I, Matt's team that he beat Joe with is not Matt's team this week. Hey, man, this is Vegas rules. You never, never stop betting on a win. You double down. <laughs> and that's how you lose a lot of money in Vegas. I didn't say it was a good strategy. I was just saying it's the strategy. So, double down, Matt, all right? Double down. Matter of fact, make a bet on it. Make a bet with Eddie that you'll beat him. Remember, you're on your honeymoon. This is supposed to be the highlight. You're supposed to be, like, up top. Don't get pulled down to the rest of us. Let's Live be your real. Life. He is not fucking listening to this episode. No, fuck no. If you listen to this, I, that means he know, listens to the last the couple, and there's no reason why he would take my advice. Uh, other things happening in week nine are, as previously mentioned, Eric playing Joe had a projected 60-point deficit. So, um, anyway, Joe loses that one. Double down, man. We ride this high. <laughs> ride the high, baby. We've also got Pole Assassin's Monkey versus Clyde Collar Crime. That's not going to get confusing at all. No, but you are projected to lose by 30 points, so. Really? Who am I going to buy? Or is Nobody. my team just that bad? <laughs> Your team's just that bad? Well, you got Bobby Wagner and Landon Collins on by, but your offense is intact. Oh, your no, running backs I, are just that bad. I still have rugs in the lineup, which means 
<laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, please. You're going to put in Renfro and you're going to be fine. <laughs> Actually, I have a theory that all of Henry Ruggs's targets will go to Zay Jones and that my Brian Edwards pickup will still be terrible. <laughs> you joke, but if I don't get uh, Nichols, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> I hate my team. <sighs> Speaking of... Uh, it's week nine coming up here, starting on Thursday. And, uh, that means the trade deadline for the league is in three weeks. So, figure out your team and make some trades. Because you're running out of time. Anywho's, uh, who I playing this week? Eddie? No, not Eddie. I played Eddie this week. We just went through this. I wasn't paying attention. I am so very much distracted. Eddie Rosario hit a ball 350 yards that was just like a hairline fracture to the right of the foul pole. You're playing Caesar. Caesar, I'm going to beat you this week. I can already feel it. I feel it in my bones. I'm due. Bet? Due. Be betting him? Caesar? Yeah. Actually, I don't know. I don't know how we settle up on distance bets. Carlos, I know, will eventually like drive to Indianapolis and swing by and drop off a four-pack. Caesar, I haven't seen in 100 years. I would bet Cesar, but if I lose, I would not pay that bet until he paid up on his uh, last-place bet. Oh, yeah. He texted me last week and said we might get that this weekend. It's Tuesday, and I haven't seen a taco. I don't believe that. Cesar, I don't believe you. Well, I got a question for you, Mike. Okay, Tom. I guess you could answer this one too, Clyde. Sure. You know, Halloween was a couple of days ago. We all like Halloween. We all like candy. It's tasty. Mike, what's your favorite candy? Mm, Skittles. All right. All right. So, uh, oh, I think you know where I'm going to go with this. And unfortunately, well, I'm going to throw you a little curveball. Who is the Skittles of my team this week this week as in the week you lost to me or this week as in coming up the, the week i lost to you okay who was who my skittles okay let me see here. i really wish i had marshawn lynch even if he was on my bench <laughs> your skittles oh this is this is too easy it's obviously josh allen josh allen is obviously skittles um I mean, the guy's just fantastic. I was so annoyed because it had to be like the third quarter of that game. And I looked at our matchup and I was like mad at Kyler Murray because he got like less than 12 points. And Josh Allen had like nine points. I was like, oh, great. This is going swimmingly for me. And then I stopped paying attention to our matchup for a little bit. And I looked at it again. And he had 30 points. What? How the what? What? It's ridiculous. Now you lost, which means that your entire team. Clyde, what are you doing? What did you just do? Nothing. That was just you in the back stairwell, though, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So, uh, World Series update, Clyde? Might have broken my wrist. And uh, Freddie Freeman just hit a solo home run. 
Why? What did you just break your wrist on? Probably the crossbeam. Clyde, you, you break things when you punch them because you're mad, not because you're celebrating. This was oh my god, you fear. did a Caesar. <laughs> this was very clearly a Caesar. Ah. Clyde, what's your favorite scary movie? Well, you need to do that with a little voice change. You know, I'll do it in. I'll do it in post. I'll do it in post. Clyde. Ah, uh, you know, I get a lot of flack for this, but I am very partial to Children of the Corn. Yep. Okay. Uh, Mike. I Mike, mean, what's your favorite sense. scary movie? Weirdly enough, Scream. The OG. Oh yeah. So. But my favorite classic scary movie is Halloween. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's up there. That one in the original Friday the 13th is up there. Oh, I'll take Halloween over Friday the 13th all day. Clyde. Joe. Who? No, that was which my answer. Matchup, Joe. Which match? Oh, 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 you don't even know the question. <laughs> what, what's the question? What's which which matchup was the children of the corn of the week? That's that. Joe and Matt. That's not that's not even up for debate. That's you actually saying, that's you okay. could ask for the season and that's the answer. There's a sequel to that movie, right? Was there? Yeah, I think there there's was. a few of them and none of them are good. Yeah, no, Which matchup are... is the Children of the Corn part two of last week? Oh, that's also easy. It's my matchup. <laughs> so it didn't pay that much attention to it and prefer it didn't exist. Yeah, exactly. Sure. <laughs> oh, there was a thing? Weird. I'm just going to delete that from the memory banks and move on. <laughs> Come on! I can still hear him from the basement. <laughs> what is this? What is your favorite Halloween being? I don't know what mine is. There's so many good options. I think I think the correct answer to this is Michael Myers. And you can't think of another anything that is more synonymous with Halloween than Michael Myers. It doesn't hurt that his movie's name is Halloween. Tom, what is your favorite? Well, I'll give you time to think because I just thought of mine. And I think mine is going to be the best answer. My favorite Halloween thing is the twist ending. Kind of like Saw. Which, if you haven't seen Saw, what are you doing? Living a happy and fulfilled life. <laughs> That's probably true. <laughs> um, but also, because I think this season has had a lot of twists and turns, and might have a little bit of a twist ending. Much like Saw. Hopefully not much like Saw. Actually, I think that would like to retract that statement immediately. Uh, I, think, I, I think along with that, gotta go jump scare. The jump scare is very pivotal to horror movies these days. Whether I like it or not, you can't have one without it. Oh, you can. They're usually better. They're usually better without it. We're not getting into that argument. <laughs> that would take way too long and I need to go to bed. So, Tom, your favorite thing, then? I don't know. This, there, there are a lot of good options, and I, you know, I was thinking like, you know, being. So I was thinking like ghosts and ghouls and like 
you know, but then, then you started talking about the twist endings and I was thinking about that show on HBO that we watched with the guy, uh, the outsider, I think, right? The outsider. And in terms of like horror things, I think that's probably the best scary thing I've seen in a long, long time in terms of seeing for the first time. And I can't remember what that thing was called. The monster in it, the shapeshifter. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember what they called it either. But I'm going to go with that. Okay, so let's just say shapeshifter is what you're going to go with. So who then, which team is the uh, shapeshifter of the league? Of the week or just of the league? Of the Joke. League. It's Joe. No. Disagree. His team does not look any. Actually, you take. I take it back. There's three teams you could argue. Joe's one of them because his team does not look the same as it did week one. It has shape shifted multiple times, but so has Matt. Matt's entire team is completely different from top to bottom. So that's a very literal take on it. I'm a very literal My guy. My argument would be Eddie's team because sometimes he has a real team and, and then you can the see other half Tom the rolled time, his eyes harder than I've ever seen anyone roll their eyes and then the other half the time his team sucks actually what is it? he's four and four so it's literally half and half so but it's the same team different results shapeshifter sure let's go with that that's that's my argument all right well anything else we need to cover i hope not mike i'm out of whiskey well that's just a bold-faced lie i'm looking at it fine now i'm out of whiskey well bye and if, what, 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 really quick, just one, one more thing. Just, I, I, what, fuck you, Dan. You're gonna lose. Bye. But seriously, a stripper girlfriend with a <laughs> monkey. 